welcome back to <laughs> 30 Dirty and Dying, your favorite millennial podcast. I'm Clarissa. I'm Courtney. And we are here for another fun conversation this week. And it's the moment you've all been waiting for. Drum roll. She won't let me drum roll. Go ahead. That actually wasn't that bad. Woo! <laughs> Tales from the movie theater. Oh my. It's happening. There's so many tales. We're not even going to touch the base of it. No, there's probably going to be volume <laughs> two through a thousand on this. But for anyone who doesn't know, if this is your first time with us, Courtney and I have been friends for like 10 years because... Probably more than that. Um, yeah, maybe like 11. I started at the movie theater when I was 16. And... I'm 27. I'm going to be 28 in a couple months. So, yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. (laughs) Yes. All right. So, um, yeah, we both worked at a movie theater. Mm. Um, Courtney was technically my manager for for most of it. Um, And we both... You worked there for, like, what? Seven years. Seven years. I started in 2008. Jeez. And I quit after I got my big girl job in 2015. I started in, I want to say, late 2010. And then I I worked there for five years. Um, only consistently up until I graduated high school. And then I came back like one summer. And then I stopped coming back. And that was it. But our friendship has stood the test of time. It will continue to stand. Yes. Forever. For- until I die, which is probably soon. And one that can brings only, us back. One can to only hope. Thirty, dirty, and dying. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna get into that, and because we're doing tales from the theater, and our theater history goes way so back, so long, so many years. For our back in time this week, instead of doing one specific year, we're just doing the theater years. So that's a lot. It is a lot. So we're not just gonna sit here and read stuff, but the majority of my posts that I did when I was working at movie theater was my shifts. <laughs> I was like, I'm working from like 5.30 to 10 tonight. And that's all I would say. So just asking to get kidnapped. I guess so. It's like saying, I'm going to be home alone from 3 p.m. until 4 a.m. Come on down. Yeah, one of them was like, I'm here until 3 a.m. Because I that closed. literally was asking to get kidnapped. Well. Especially when they wouldn't let us lock the doors because they were like, late movies that just goes to show you that a lot of stuff happened you might think that we were just watching movies slinging popcorn i mean also that happened but also we did we had some crazy stuff Mm -hmm. go down um and we're gonna tell some of those finding sexy times in movie theaters but that just was like a thursday (laughs) it was just a normal day honestly condoms in the movie theaters all the time it was as, as the security is an M&M box. Security guards in the on the weekends, I'd be like, "Hey, someone's doing it in the parking lot." I'm like, yeah, like, just that's let, fine. Let them. Don't care. <laughs> Wish them luck. I don't know. <laughs> be safe. <laughs> At least when we when we knew, we did find condoms. Yeah, they were true. being safe. So c- thank you and congratulations on your safe sex in a public theater. Anyways, <laughs> so we're gonna go back in time. We're gonna just do posts. Years. For this period of time that are about the theater and about our, our love story. Because there's quite a few of conversations with us. There was. So I'll go ahead and kick us off, I guess. I have several posts. Um, I have 
some that are very theater specific and some that are more just about you, my dear. Mm. Um, so the first one that I have that is theater specific is I've been trapped in a box all day. No context. We know the context. We know the context. Nobody else did. Nobody else looked at this. So for context... I worked in the box office. Which is where you sell the tickets. Right. And And it was shaped like a box. It was. But I do... It was a glass box of emotions. I would say that all the time. I'm in a glass case of emotions. Um... I do, our theater was stupid, though, <laughs> because I've been to a lot of other movie theaters, and I've noticed the box office is like an, an, a separate, closed-off thing, right? Like, uh, technically, it is. No, no, no. So usually, <laughs> you walk into your theater, mm-hmm. the, the big, the multiplex, if you will, and the first thing you see are some windows, smiling me, and then you go from there into the rest of the lobby where you can get your concessions and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's separate. To get in there, there's usually a door. It's completely enclosed and separate. Mm -hmm. No, we didn't do that. No, of course not. We were idiots. It was just one big lobby. Yeah, it was one big lobby, and then smack dab in the middle was a a glass box. No roof. No roof. Honestly, why? What's the point? Like, it was so stupid. It wasn't closed off at all. It was just, like, smack dab, like somebody dropped a Lego. (laughs) <laughs> big life-size lego and that's where i got to spend almost all of my time i mean i spent time there yeah yeah i got a spent time everywhere you did because you were the manager i have the agitator agitates me because i thought that was so freaking funny the agitator for listeners was part of the popper yes which the is popper. or what people call a kettle right I don't know. I called it the popper. It's a popper. It's a popper. If you call it the kettle, sorry that you're wrong. But it's, <laughs> it's what cooks the popcorn. Yeah. It's there where the go. popcorn is. Um, and we had to take it apart every night mm-hmm. and clean it mm-hmm. well. And Ooh, I was a popper master. I know. You I know, cleaned the shit out of that. One of our first in- interactions, I don't know if you remember this. I probably don't. Was you had just recently become the manager. And I think mm-hmm. I think you were on a little bit of a power trip. Probably. You know, I'm just saying. And I, I mean, I was like 16. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean. No, you were probably. Probably 18. Because I was 16. So 7, 8, 19? Somewhere <laughs> in there. See, it's not so easy. Um, but I was just recently started. You had, I think you were not a manager when I started, but you became a manager like very quickly. And the night I closed by myself. Mm-hmm. For the first time, and I didn't do a great job on the. I'll get into this more when we tell our stories. Um, but uh, we, ha- we, you didn't know it. We had beef. I had beef with you Aww. about the popper. I'll tell it. Um, this this podcast is gonna go off the rails. Yeah, it's welcome because we, we have so like we'll start talking about something and it'll remind us of something because we haven't talked about it in so long. Yeah, because we just haven't. So the memories will just come and it'll just flow and you're just gonna have to love it just for try what to it stay is. Stay buckled in for the ride. Yeah, it's gonna be a ride. Speaking of popcorn, I had well, my forearm is layered with butter along with a few burn spots. Thank you, Freddy Krueger popcorn popper. That happened to me constantly. <laughs> Um, I have a story about that. <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. I'll do one more. Just to just to bring it all back to things we have done already. Mm-hmm. This podcast was years in the making and we didn't even know it. As you might remember, we did 
a Twilight episode. And I have, I'm immortal, I sparkle, I wear jeans, I'm a vampire. I was already making fun of it. That, that, was, that was said while we were at work. Yeah, because the Twilight movies were premiering and we were talking shit. And I've ma- I have a couple posts ready to go. Go ahead. That start with Twilight. Go, go for it. I said, gotta get my energy up for work tomorrow, 5.30 to 3.30. See, I told you. I saved my schedule. Don't murder me. 5.30 p.m. to 3.30 a.m. Not only is that a long shift, but I'm gonna have to deal with the crazed Eclipse fans. Lame. We said Eclipse was the worst one, didn't we? Oh, probably. I think we I think did. they're all pretty awful, but... I, I don't know. I'll have to go back. Go back and re-listen to the Twilight Saga episode it was, and let it us was know. It was pretty great. Also, if you want us to do another specific movie, tell us. Yeah. Um, a lot of my posts, again, as I said, we were did post just... a lot of pictures though and tag. Like I had one that I didn't read that was on a piece of cardboard from a big storage box. I drew a unicorn named Imbrutus, taped a couple stars from a charity that we did. We'll we'll post some of these pictures on our Instagram. Yeah, these will be on the Instagram, so we'll give you a description. I found another Twilight one. Ooh, hit me. I said, Team Edward or Team Jacob, you ask? I'm Team Neither. It's all hype. The movie doesn't do the book justice, which I'm a fake fan by saying that because I never read the you books. You already admitted that you didn't I read don't, them. I didn't read them, and I didn't watch them until recently, so I don't know why I said that. I was just go, going off of what people have told me, but I'm sure it actually did do it justice because the books, what I've heard, are also not great. I, I don't I don't remember. I mean, you know I read and watched them both. We talked about this in the episode, but yeah, yeah I don't know. But I said, I'm not planning on seeing it. Lame. And then 10 years later. 10 years. Well, this was 12 years ago. So 12 years later. 12 years later, she broke down and watched them all. Yep, I sure did. Um, I said, I must look pretty young. I was told today at work that Men in Black and the movie theater that I work at are both before my time. I do recall coming into the movies when it was first built, and I grew up watching the first and second Men in Black movies. Clearly, customers think that I'm 10 years old or something. That customer commentary. I have a lot of customer thoughts and opinions. We'll get into it. Um, Clarissa, I don't bite unless you want me to. I love working with her. Yikes. (laughs) Pictures, pictures. Do you know that one where I said something about cheese? Because I would eat the nacho cheese like with a spoon because I'm disgusting. Still do it. Don't I I have to find it. I took a lot of... Oh, nope, that's not it. In the meantime, we had a nacho cheese machine because we sold nachos and pretzels and stuff. I wouldn't call it a machine. I mean, it it was a machine. It it held the cheese packet and you would just press a button, but it wasn't automated. Getting that thing to line up, though... Was yeah, it was terrible. And it would, and if you didn't clean it out, it would get gunky. Yeah. And it, cheese wouldn't come out, or just like a big chunk of like hard cheese would flop into it. Oh my it. god! There were so many times where it, it hadn't been cleaned out, and we <laughs> were in like a huge rush. And you're sitting there. There's people all over the concession stand, and you're trying to get it cut to come out, and you like are trying to fix it without them washing, and then this giant clump of old degraded fake cheese comes out, uh-huh. and I'm just like. Do you still want this or probably, probably, <laughs> probably not, not, right? Yeah, I don't. I guess I didn't take a screenshot of that. It's all right, but yeah, I said something about how I love cheese so much, and people still make fun of me for how much not that nacho cheese I ate. It came in these big giant silver bags. Oh, I that's what I want to be buried in. <laughs> they were off. Oh, they were beautiful. I promise I was listening to what you were saying. I have. Um, in quotes, what Clarissa said, if you name your kid Thor, he wouldn't be in the marching band. 
Oh, it was funny. That was so funny. Um, yeah, a lot of these are probably referencing movies that were there while we were... Yeah. Thor. We um, had some good times. We had some good times. But we also had some... Not-so-good times. Some not-so-good times. We've alluded to them on past episodes, and I think... I, I kind of went on a rant a little bit. Yeah. I said, no, you don't tell me to focus on my job. I need to focus on school and make sure my grades are good, because this is my future, not movie theater. After school special, come on. <laughs> you can say you've been lenient with me because you know I have classes, but then don't tell me that I've been slacking at work. I do what needs to get done. Sorry you've been gone for two months, screwing me over, causing me to slip at school. I'm just trying to recover. Bull. I wish <laughs> I wish Shots I didn't fired. I wish I didn't have to have a stupid job and I could just focus on school. Welcome to our burn book. Huh. Good reference. Thanks, my drug. Um, yeah, so that, we had some good times, we had some not-so-fun times. Yeah, I was a little riled up with that one. You were. I was over it, like, hey, right after. Hey, it was easy to get riled up there. Yeah. We had some stories, so. I still say it's my favorite job that I've ever had. I loved it a lot. It's the longest job I've ever had. Also. Hey, everyone, it's Tyler Witkowski, the publisher at Tea with Coffee Media. Tea with Coffee Media is a team of indie authors, designers, and editors who have a goal of helping indie authors make their dreams become a reality. Our Modest Press has aspirations to help as many indie authors succeed as possible. Not only do we offer publishing services, and yes, we are open for submissions, but we offer editing, marketing, and book cover design services at an affordable price to all indie authors. Visit us online at teawithcoffee.media to learn more about our services and some of our fabulous authors like Caitlin Kalor, Destiny Swallows, Ruby Marley, Natalie Bartley, J.A. Curtis, and our newest author, Clarissa. Let's get into it. Let's mm-hmm. let's get into it. We've already kind of gotten into it, but let's keep going. So, so, so. <laughs> Where are we going I, with this? I feel like the best way to probably start because we're going to be telling some stories that involved some very interesting cast members. Which we're going to call fact, them cast members. That's what our job title was. If you just worked on the floor, if you were just staff, quote unquote, floor staff, whatever, you were a cast member. Mm-hmm. That's what you were called. And those videos, movie theater university. Yep, I almost said it. Hours, hours. Oh, and they were like, you're you're the star of the show. Shut up. I am the star of the show. You are. You are. You were like, I took it very seriously. I took my job very seriously. I enjoyed my my work. I enjoyed my people. You did. And I So the people. The people. Let's 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 throw some reoccurring characters out. We've already talked about Kippers once. Kippers. Kippers was gross. Kippers was... You, you tell us about Kippers, because you have intimate knowledge. Kippers um, had... I don't know how to describe Kippers. Kip- he, he, was a, he was a guy. Yep. Um, I guess a little creepy. Yeah. If, if, you, if you think about it. Um, like, I was shocked when I found out he didn't drive a van. <laughs> I was genuinely like, what? This doesn't make sense. This doesn't compute, my guy. Uh, but, okay. He was nice. I enjoyed conversation with him. You said this last time. <laughs> I enjoyed my time with him. He was he was a thoughtful guy. Look, him and I had conversations, too. He was he was not a bad guy to no, talk to. No, he wasn't to a bad on guy. On the surface. Yeah. 
He was also, though, a kiss-ass until he wasn't, which we'll get into. Well, he had no right to be. <laughs> and then he was also very annoying. And sometimes kind of like... He was he was older. Like, yes. you think about it. It was a movie theater. He was 10, years, of he us, was 10 years older than me. Most of us were... High school, High school or college. college. I mm-hmm. think I was the youngest one for a while. I was 16. But nobody was really over like 20-some. And he was 30. He had kids. He was older. And he treated that like he worked on Wall Street when you talked to him. And I'm not saying you shouldn't take pride in your jobs. I'm not saying that. But like, stay in your lane and know your your role. Like, he would really try to be like a mentor. And I'm like, buddy back off he was never management no and that ate him up inside and he retaliated he what what was he like a lead or like floor what what do they call it i don't remember um even though i'm sure he said it a hundred freaking times because he was like (laughs) i'm I'm your supervisory cast member or something do you remember when we would have like sold out movies and like fun movies, we had that tray that we would take into the theater. I'm gonna and tell some sell. stories. I'm gonna tell some stories. But he loved. Doing I know. That. I had to do that with him, and he would be yeah, like, I did that with him too. "All right, so this that's one of the examples where he would get so like authoritative, and I'm like, bro, we are slinging popcorn and junior mints <laughs> to a bunch of drunk people. Why don't you calm down? Like he's like like he was training me to take over the world. Like this car has wheels." Yeah, good times. Good times. It had the drawer but, full of So like, that's kind of kippers. Like, takes himself too seriously. Maybe kind of nice. Yeah. Just like, I, I don't know. I feel like life did him dirty. <laughs> and then he did everybody else dirty in the end. Oh, yeah. He Uno reversed that shit. Yeah, I was shocked. We're, shocked. We're, we're building up. But we should, let's keep going with our bio. Okay. So, Our main man. Our, <laughs> your main man. But the, him our director. He was our director. Dire- the cast, cast members. Member he was a director. Um, Lance. Lance. Is what we're calling him. A hard ass. I loved him. He was the most stereotypical corporate manager type. Like, had sayings. Had Busta Riddles. If anybody was Busta Riddles and or Busta Rhymes, it was this guy. When there's time to lean, there's time to clean. I'm and I use that to this day. I'm going to throw up. We had some great conversations. And look, I, I don't think he was a bad guy. I genuinely don't. I have something that and he, he said. was a pretty good manager, but yeah. he was also a lot. Like he was too much. He took it very seriously. Very. I mean, that was his life. I, which, which, which is more understandable. Yeah. Because he was like up in the corporate side of it. He's the authoritative. He's the real. He's the one who was authoritative and had a reason to be. Yeah. Kippers didn't have a reason to be. He had but no was. reason to be. And it makes sense that they went head to head, which we will tell you. <sighs> Should we introduce anybody else, or should we just... Um, I mean, I, let me, I'll just throw out some names yeah, here, if you hear some names. there's gonna We're going to talk about an Elroy, maybe. Another manager. Mm-hmm. Um, Iggy, who was floor <laughs> staff, then manager. Against and... all the odds. <laughs> the fact that he takes a breath is against all the odds. Dan, who I love Dan. Dan was... Like, the light of my life for a while. Just so much fun. He's, he, he's so funny. Like, like... He'll still, like, make Facebook lives, and I just crack up laughing. He's hilarious. He's the most... He's that guy that if you if you stumble across a video of him doing something like that, you're going to sit there for ten minutes and be like, is this guy serious? <laughs> <laughs> because he's so good at being 
satirical. Yes. That it's like... And he would be kind of rude to customers and they had no idea. Uh, no. And it was amazing. It was... He oh, was great. He's... Yeah. He was a, a big... A big player and have lots of love for him. He's another, great. And another uh, main manager. We're calling her Jess. Jess. I we, love Jess. We, we love Jess. Jess was the reason I got the job. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, my dad used to do... He didn't work for the theater. He worked mm-hmm. for the company that did security guard stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, way before. But he worked there for a few years. And Jess really liked him. Mm-hmm. And he really liked... You know, they were just... They hit it off. And then... When I turned 16 and I wanted a job, he was like, why don't you go there? And I'll, I'll call Jess. And I was in there for like two minutes and she was like, I'm going to give you the job. I like your dad. So. I don't know why someone wouldn't get a job. Yeah. I mean, low bar to clear, to be honest. But still, um, it made it a really easy process, yeah. which I couldn't even get an interview at Taco Bell. <laughs> really? You tried Taco Bell? I tried it everywhere. That would give me diarrhea. I did work at Taco Bell for a while after in college. Oh, fun. I just never went back. What's your favorite food at Taco Bell? Okay, I like a quesarito, and I like it with refried beans, not black beans. Yeah. I love it. Um, I also, I'm a, I'm a simple, I've said before, I eat like a seven-year-old. Quesadilla. Cheese quesadilla. Or a cheesy roll-up. Yes. I love a cheesy roll-up. I eat the shit out of some, she- some cheesy roll-ups, Mike, dude. Mike gives me crap. I was just like, hey, can we just, like, run to Taco Bell and get, like, a Baja Blast and a cheesy roll-up? He was like, why? If he ever gives you shit, call me. Okay. I'll meet you there. <laughs> it's my favorite. I love it. Just anything that cheese and tortilla, cheese. basically, and some sour cream. Yeah. That's all, all I need. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so those were our managers. Those were our main managers. Yeah. We, had mean, some, we had some turnover. Yeah. But those were the OGs, if you will. And some more people might pop up, mm-hmm. but we'll introduce them as they come. Where would we like to start? I feel like we have teased the Kipper Lance showdown. Mm-hmm. I feel like we gotta we gotta do it. We gotta get the big boy out the way. Okay. Put so, him on the marquee. So Lance. Lance. He had a fiance. He did. Um, never met her. I don't think I did either. But maybe like in passing but never like hi I'm you know and Kipper's being the lonely individual that he is van um in a van down by the river so Lance and his fiance was like we're gonna be good friends here let's try to set him up with one of our friends so they went on a double date I actually didn't know this background I probably did at the time uh-huh. but it's it's gone off in my yeah. brain so yes you go so they went they went on a double date mm-hmm. didn't work out with Kipper's and the friend I mean how could it but you know what did happen Betrayal. Kippers started talking to Lance's, Lance's fiance. And they were just friends. I'm putting this in air quotes, oh, right? And then you already know. the friends turned into more than friends. Unsure if she cheated, probably did. Of course she did. And Lance already had some emotional issues and some uh, I think addictions. Lance is a low key like narcissist. Maybe. I don't know. I've never known him on a personal level. But, like, he was that guy when it came to his working style. Mm-hmm. So I could see it affecting his personal life. That's all I'm going to say. See, I, I, never, I never saw him outside of work. I Me never, neither. I never, that, I had no idea. He, like, lived and breathed that movie theater. Yeah. But, no, so he, he was very dedicated to his job. Mm-hmm. He was very dedicated to keeping, the, like, he didn't love 
how close we all were. Yeah. We were all like best friends. We hung out outside of work all the time. Courtney was a manager. Iggy was a manager at some point, which, geez, I still can't believe it. But like we all hung out, mm-hmm. engaged in illicit activities. Yeah. We were, we were young. We were teenagers. We were doing what some of kids us. do. You know, yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> uh, and he didn't like that we all hung out. He especially didn't like that people did more than hang out. A wonderful wedding happened because of the movie. He, but he was like, I mean, I know you kind of have to be, but he was, he, you could tell it actually bothered him like deep inside. I would have hung out with him outside of work. Yeah, but he didn't want to. But yeah, he was very serious about that. Yeah. So when this happened, he, I think he, it, he went outside of the norm, was like, Lan- or Kippers is a buddy, right? He's a good guy. Because he'd been He's there a long time. time. Yeah. They knew each other. So so let me let me help this guy out. And, and it, what did he do? Screwed Lance over and screwed his fiance. Yep. They did so that's for what happened. After that. That's what happened. They started dating and she left Lance. And Lance spiraled. Spiraled, my guys. Spiraled. Spi- ooh. Like like a fork in the garbage disposal. Loud and scary. Yep. And he... I just... I can't even communicate enough how put together this guy He's was. so put together. Like, not a wrinkle on his shirt. Mm-mm. Probably could bounce a quarter off his bed. Like, that kind of guy. Uh-huh. At least that's what he presented to us. Because, again, he was so serious about, like, he... I'm the management. This is serious. I'm corporate. And to see his whole world fall apart... And he unraveled. Un... Rabbled. And what makes me so sad is what we were about to talk about when that happened. I wasn't there. I wasn't either. I was at another movie theater oh, with yeah. two with uh, Iggy and Buford. Buford, um, throwaway character. Th- I mean, we talked. He wasn't there very long. No, he. In terms of the actual, he worked at. Um, he was actually one of my favorite customers. Yeah, he came in all the time. He came in all the cinnamon time. Cinnamon pretzels. Cinnamon pretzels and a large diet coke. Yes, and I remember him. And I would always have his stuff ready by the time he came up after he got his tickets to my register. Yeah. All right. So the moment we've all been waiting for. Today, he spot. He was. He was. Drunk. He was spiraling. He was actively spiraling for a while. Mm-hmm. And then one fateful day, or it, it was on a Friday. So to paint a little picture, we were busy on weekends. Well, duh. But <laughs> <laughs> the theater, our theater, was like you came in. And it was the lobby. Like, there was an elevator. There was a stairwell in the back, too. But there was an elevator to get to the, the upper floor. Where projection was. In the projection booth was also where the management's offices mm-hmm. were. Okay? And he had a separate office from the rest of our yes, office. Yes. He had, like, his office. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's a weekend. And he had a drinking problem. But he was working. Uh, he came to work. He came to work. Shouldn't have. Shouldn't have. Should have called off. But didn't, because he's serious. Well, come to find out, he was, like, living in his office. Well, I know that he had a toothbrush and toothpaste, but I think that's because he didn't want us to smell the alcohol. No, he had a toothbrush and toothpaste. He had several shirts. Well, I think that's just because he was on top of things. Like, a closet's worth of shirts, Courtney. I never paid attention. I got to see it. Oh. It was... I think he... I'm not saying living there because he had nowhere else. I'm saying, like... He wanted to get away from I, the situation. Yeah, and... I've been in a spiral before, and you don't go home, and you just throw yourself into quote-unquote work. That's what it seemed like, worse. Mm-hmm. It seemed like that. 
So he locked himself in his office. And passed out. And passed out drunk on and a giant bottle of vodka, was it? I think. I don't even know. I wasn't it, there. I believe it was vodka. And uh, Jess found him. Well, Jess. well, started knocking and was like, hey, st- stuff's going on right now. It's a Friday, busy night yeah, at the he movie was, theater. And he was just passed out drunk in his office. Yeah. And I don't know if Elroy was there to begin with, but he had to go. Yeah, because... Jess called me. Yeah. And I was like, I'm in a different state. Yeah, you weren't around. And yeah, Elroy ended up going, I think. And then maybe Iggy. Maybe, I mean. But what, whatever. All hands on deck situation. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't get him out. And he was passed out in there for, I don't even know how long. Did Jar Jar have to come? Yes. I believe so. Mm-hmm. Jar Jar was our... District manager. Yeah, so higher up, didn't work at the actual theater, oversaw a few. Mm-hmm. He had to come. I believe, from what I understood, he was escorted off the premises with yes. Jar Jar. But his car still remained for, for a couple days. For a long... Yeah, for several days. I put a note in there. I know. I, um, Iggy and I would go out there and, and smoke, and... But we would go out that side door specifically mm-hmm. just to see if the car was still if the there. car was still there because it was a very long time. I mean, you couldn't drive home. Jeez. No. This does have a a positive. We visited him. You told you me that? that. I didn't go. No, but a, but you a told group me. of us did. Um, I had a picture. Of I it. think he got back on his feet. Yeah. I think he's good. He's good, and he's still pursuing his dream. Of I think who- he's married. Good for him. That's good. He's still pursuing his dream of managing theaters. Mm-hmm. That's and just, that's, that's his life great. And that's fine. But I'll tell you what, it was a rough time. And how dare Kippers take advantage of one his superior? Well, here's the thing about it. Yes, here his superior that sucked. But also, Kippers. This the reason I blame Kippers a lot is because Kippers threw it in his face. Yeah. All the time, and to the rest of us. Well. Just, just he, he laying threw, his shit all out on the table. And Lance was still nice to him. Put him on the schedule, didn't Put, fire him, didn't do any... Which he shouldn't have. He should He have. should have been a professional, and he tried to be. Kippers was very inflammatory about it, I think. So we don't have a very high opinion of Kippers Not because of this. Yeah. I never really had Ugh, a great one. Ruined my life. You're listening to 30 Dirty and Dying, where we might not be flirty or thriving, but we're 30 and trying. Keep listening and check out all our episodes on life, love, death, and more. So let's pivot. Let's pivot to fun. Let's get fun. That was just the big one that we've been dangling over your guys' heads for as long as we've had the podcast, I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So Dan, we've already said. um, Hilarious. Hilarious. So sarcastic, but just like, he reminds me of like Andy Kaufman, like the comedian who... People really didn't know what, if he was being serious almost any of the time. Like, when he died, people to this day are still like, he just probably faked his death. Because he did stuff like that all the time. Do you see the confusion on my face? I have no idea who that is. Somebody out there knows who Andy Kaufman is. If I he, saw a picture, I probably would not. You probably would. He was a very great comedian, but he was he was known for that, like, such Draw. convincing... Draw? Dry. Not, not even dry, but, like, that very convincing elaborate comedy that was like is he serious and that that is dan that is 100 percent dan and i have some great memories of dan me too what are some of yours um 
I, I can't even... There's so many. There's so many. One time, he decided to pour his can of Red Bull into one of, like, the little trays. Yeah. And drink it with a straw. Yep. No reason. He <laughs> Like, I don't think he said a word. He didn't have a reason for I think anything. I think he just grabbed one of the plastic little trays and just poured his Red Bull in. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then we all took his picture. And he just <laughs> pretended like it wasn't happening. Yeah. Um, I so when what I, he said about what a customer said about popcorn, <laughs> the best thing he's ever said ever um, was, "It tastes like wolf pussy." <laughs> okay, we have to do that. So we had a lot of older customers, and we would roast them not in front of them, but well, sometimes. But he would. So one time, this old, this older lady came old up bitty. and was like, "The popcorn tastes funny." And basically was asking us to make fresh popcorn, which it was never, like, super-duper stale. She no. just was, like, being... Old. Annoying. Um, and I didn't hear their whole exchange. But I was, like, on the other side, and he went over to do it. Like, get her more popcorn and do the thing. And he came up to me and Jess. And Jess was, like, drinking something. It was, like, kind of on her break. And he goes, that old lady just came up to me and said... Popcorn tastes like wolf pussy. <laughs> and she's standing right there. Like, she, I don't think she could hear him. But we, I, like, collapse. And Jess has to leave. She, like, snorts and runs into the back. <laughs> but just didn't break a smile. Didn't, and, then, and then that's just, like, what we did. And just carried on. <laughs> and to that, like, after that moment. All the time. All the time. That became a thing. <laughs> there was this other one that I remember. We had it during the premieres, like think Harry Potter, think Twilight, like midnight premieres, right? We would do this thing called hawking. That was what it was called, hawking. When we take the cart. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, man, I forgot the name for it. It was called hawking. Oh man. And so basically, it's like you would come to the concessions, but as you can imagine, it would get very backed up. So we had a cart and a little thing. Usually, we just we would try to just use the cart. I think after a while, but and we'd go into the theaters and sell concessions. That was often my job with kippers. And we, I think it was for maybe like a Harry Potter. I mean, lined out the door. Oh, it was. It was insane. There were, with our parking lot for, I remember Harry Potter yeah. specifically, you had to park at the mall yeah. and walk across the street. Which was not super close. No, and all 10 theaters were sold out. Every yep. showing was sold out. So, I mean, it was think crazy. just, like, absolutely packed, mm-hmm. like, shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder kind of stuff. Those were the days. And we're there. Every every register, I think there were, like, five registers, had a giant line, mm-hmm. and Dan is running his line, and Lance is explaining some things about hawking. Mm-hmm. Him and Kippers are schooling me, because I'm a little stupid kid. But they were like, okay, they were giving me out assignments, and they took me off of register and said, you go, it's really busy. And Dan, he's not in the conversation. Okay, he's literally handing someone their popcorn and goes, Go <laughs> Can you imagine what the customer thinking? He was like, what the fuck? That's who, that's who Dan was. <laughs> and one of my, my other favorite, I think this is like my absolute favorite though, is when I first started, I was like very quiet and antisocial for like six weeks I was shy and everybody had a really good dynamic so I was trying to like feel it out yeah see where I fit in 
It's okay. So, so Dan, uh, I was just sitting on my break one day, and uh, I didn't, I, I didn't have my license yet, so I would just have to stay there. I couldn't leave. And he was on break at the same time, and he came up to me. I'm not talking to almost anyone. I'm very closed off. Like people, I think that's the whole reason I ended up in box office. They were like, she likes to be alone. And then I made friends with everybody, and I was like, let me out. Um, and Lance would get so pissed if we left box office yeah, and came to talk be to so mad. I'd be like, dude, it's three feet away, and I could just, like, alley-oop over the top of it if I really <laughs> wanted to. It's right there. Um, but anyway, so this was during that time where I was very quiet and not really in the social yet. And Dan comes up and was like, hey, what are you doing? Eating on my break. Why? Uh, do you want to go with me to buy a volleyball? <laughs> a volleyball? And I'm like, What? <laughs> I'm like 16. This dude is like in his 20s. College. I, I've, I've sniffed out at this point that he's a little off. He's a little strange. Funny, Fine. but strange. I'm still very new. And he's like, yeah, I gotta go buy a volleyball. Do you want to come with me? And I was like, okay. And we went and in this car. And he's telling me, yeah, I want to get a volleyball to put in my apartment. I'm going to cut it open, <laughs> paint it with blood, and name it Wilson. <laughs> I don't I'd be like, I gotta get out. Is the door unlocked? Like, I'm, yeah, it was one of those moments I get in the car and I'm like, what did I just sign up for? So we go to Dick's Sporting Goods, which was up the hill. And we go in and we're looking for a volleyball. And he's like, it has to be a Wilson one. It has to be the one that says Wilson. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm on a mission. And I kind of want people to be my friend. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to find this volleyball. We find one. It's like $50. Oh. And he goes up the woman who's working and is like hey is this a mistake this says it's $50 and she was like no that's that's how much it is and he was like well that's ridiculous don't you think shouldn't we change it <laughs> so he wasn't just like this at the theater this is who he is, who he is as a person and this girl this poor girl was like because he wasn't yelling and mad he was very no. calm he was like I think that's a little shouldn't we change it we should change it why would you make it like and she said, I don't know how to talk to you. <laughs> and then we left and we went to Target and we found a volleyball for like 20 bucks. And then he took me back to the theater. And I think that's when we became friends. Friends. See, now I have not movie theater stories with Dan. Mm-hmm. Because we went to college together. Oh yeah, that's right. I always forget that. So um, I went into wait, the wait, student we lounge. The student area where we got food and stuff. The lounge. Um... He, well, no, I think he texted me and asked me. I don't remember the whole, like, sure, the, lead the thing. Up. The lead up. Either he texted me and said he needed some help, or I found him there. I don't know. Yeah. But he was just, like, kind of sitting on the floor and clearly intoxicated. Mm. So I. It's um, a theme. And he had, he had ordered food, so, like, I get him his food, and he was just like, I gotta go to the bathroom. So I'm like, okay. So we get him up, and I get him to the bathroom yep. and he's there for a time and i'm like i'm a girl i can't you can't go, go into the boys bathroom so someone came out and i was like hey is there anyone else in there other than that one guy and he was just like no i was like can you block the door so i can go in there and i go in there and he's just laying on the floor and i'm like ugh what can I do? So I get him up and we go to my dorm and I let him kind of pass out on the bed. And I have to be, because this is the year my sister's getting married. 
Oh yeah, that's right. So I was had I had to go to like a rehearsal dinner, and I'm like, okay, you gotta hurry up, getting ready to like go about your business. Sober up, buddy. Sober up, because he lived um, in like the apartments on campus, mm-hmm. and I lived in a dorm on campus. So I take him back to my dorm so I can pack things and get ready, and he's like kind of passed out on the bed. And I was like, can you get to your dorm? And he was like, yeah, I think I'm good now. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so like never- we had that intimate moment. Yeah, we all, I think a lot of, not all, but a lot of us, especially that, like, original crew, mm-hmm. we're genuinely friends. Yes. Like, he and I talked about a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that I wouldn't talk about with other people. He told me a lot of things, I told him. And you, Megzies, one of my best friends, even if, like even to this day, I feel like she's one of my best friends. You guys were invited to my wedding? Yeah. Like, we all really genuinely were friends. It mm-hmm. wasn't just like, well, I guess I could hang out with these assholes. I mean, there were some people. Like, we hung out outside of work all the time. We did, we went to movie dates together mm-hmm. with, not at our movie theater, but other movie theaters. Well, we did that too. We went to Field of Screams all we the time. We had a lot of fun. Like, we were genuinely friends. And I still feel like almost everybody from that is like, I'm still cool with. Mm-hmm. Like, I, if they called me, I'd. Yeah, if they need help, still be help cool. Them. Yeah, we'd still be cool. So yeah. it's like genuine friendship. Yeah. So that's Dan. Yeah, I'm glad he's doing well. I, I yeah, I, I hear he's he's good. Yeah. Much love for Dan. No love for Kippers. No love for Kippers. Moderate love for Lance. I have love for Lance. I have moderate love for Lance. I feel bad I for Lance. Him. The day the day before he passed out, we closed together. So it was a Thursday night close, so like we had to do like inventory and like yeah. there a little bit later, and uh, we had this conversation about you know like school and stuff. Not the bad conversation about school. Yeah, but not the one that you he was just like for. he looked at me. He's like Courtney, you're gonna you're gonna do so well in the future. You're gonna oh. do well in whatever whatever you do. It's almost and like he like, knew he was about to ruin his life. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, thank Get you. Get sillies out. Yeah, and then then he passed out, and I never saw him again. Well, I lied. I went. To I visit don't think him. I've ever seen him again. I went to visit him at his other theater to yeah. say hello. A lot of people did. You yeah. know, no bad blood. I would say no bad blood with Luke, mm. with Lance. <laughs> no bad. No bad. No blood. Bad blood. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the show so far. If you are and you're itching for some more millennial podcast content. Head over to our friends, the Retrospects Podcast, and check them out. They are on Spotify, and they're another great podcast for millennials by millennials, taking you on wonderful trips back in time to our millennial youth about music, movies, TV, etc. And they just wrapped up a season all about boy bands. I mean, come on, I want it that way. Am I right? Check them out. They're at the Retrospects Podcast on Instagram. And like I said, they're on Spotify. So head on over, let them know that we sent you, and let's get back to the show. Should I talk about our beef? Yeah, tell me my tell me the beef you had. What you me. did? What did I do? All right, so Ooh. crack my knuckles. <laughs> All right, so when I started, like I said, you were not quite a manager, and then you became a manager. Mm-hmm. While I believe that you grew into your role. I probably felt like I had to go hard to no, be No, no, no. That's not even what I'm going to say. Oh. At the beginning, I don't think you were a great manager. Probably not. I think you grew into being a pretty good manager. Yeah. But at the beginning, I, I don't I don't think so. Well, and yeah. I have thoughts. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I had never managed anything in my life. No. This was like my first real job. And like people, people that were there were there longer than me. It was like their career. 
and one person specifically because I got it over her quit. People assumed because I got the management position so quickly was that I was sleeping with Lance. Which is what happens to all of us as women. Which, which was not the have... case. I'm just good at my job. You Sue yeah. me. I, I actually, from what I heard, because like I said, I didn't work with you much while you were like a cast member, but you were like pretty good at your yeah. job. You were pretty good. But there was definitely, which is understandable, some transitional management time. Yeah. So I started and you trained me to close. Mm-hmm. And by trained me, this is where the beef starts. Get your grill ready. Oh, no. I mean that you sat on your phone. <laughs> I'm 16. I've never... You, you've never been a manager? I've never done anything. <laughs> I've never this done is a great combination. Job. I've never cleaned a, a kettle. What? I'm sorry. I don't know what an agitator is yet. I don't know anything. And you sat on your phone and just kind of like told me vaguely what to do. Sounds all right. And then anything that I didn't do quite right, you just like did it because you were a seasoned pro at closing. Yeah. So I had very little. And then you just you guys just put me on the schedule to to close on my own. Like that was the only time I think that I got trained. I might have had like one more training session where I didn't do anything and I was just standing there with somebody else who was closing. Because here's the thing with closing, whoever's hard. on the shift wanted to get it done and leave. Yeah. So if someone was like, if you were closing with someone, they weren't going to show you how to do it because they wanted to leave. Yeah. But that like for, I usually, because I became one of the better closers. Yeah. And I trained people a lot and I actually did try to train people. I usually was like, all right, I'm going to buckle up and be here until four because I want to do this right. Because Because she learned that I did it wrong. So then they put me on the schedule to close. Not all the time. I to be I the main closer. It was a it was a weeknight, I think. Weeknights were normally slow, so. Yeah, or it might have been like a Thursday or a Friday, mm. actually. So it was busy, but they still felt like I could close on my own, I guess. I could not. I could it was awful. I was covered in in stuff. I fell into the popcorn machine cuz I'm 5 feet tall and I was trying to clean it and I was trying to remember what you did. And you and, uh, and then at some point it's like two in the morning. If you stayed past a certain time, they would like come to you and be like, "Why were you here this late?" Also, I did not drive. I did not have a license yet. Someone had to come pick me up. So someone, my, probably my mom, is just like chilling in the parking lot. Like, what is going on? I'm covering stuff. I feel gross. I'm covering salt. Well, if it was a weekend, there should have been two of you. I there. I think there was for a while and then somebody went home or it was just me. Like I said, it might have been a Thursday and then it would have just been... I was alone. I'll say that. I was alone. And at some point, dude, at like 2.30, I just gave up. I was like, I'm done now. I can't do anymore. I tried very hard. I tried so hard. I didn't get very far. And I left. In the end, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. And then that (laughs) next morning, I'm assuming because Lance told you to, because, you know, there were some things that weren't pristine. You came and like really stepped to me and you were like, this is, this can't, you can't do this. This is, this was terrible work. You can't close like this. We, you know, basically made it sound like I was going to get absolutely fired and I had done the worst job ever. And because I was like, you fucking sat on your phone and didn't drink me. I was so mad. And then, (laughs) and then that's, and then Megzies was there and Megzies, I know. Macy's like, I know. How could she? And I was like, mm, see? 
Um, because Megzies also would like roast for not coming and help put stuff together. The standees, you wouldn't come help us put them together. I did. Not much. It depends not on how complicated. complicated. Not in complicated. that beginning stage. You you did do a lot of in the beginning stage. I think that like, go do this. See, I <laughs> I learned from certain managers sure. that was very much you do this and I'm not going to do anything. Exactly. So I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying that's. But then I didn't. But then I didn't like doing that. And you and, helped, and, and you I got better, this. and you became a really good man. Because I learned what I wanted to. Do. So it's no bad blood, but. No. If it was, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. No, we're good. We became best of friends. We we became wives. Yeah, we but got married. Like, it was uh, that was the beef, and yeah. I was like, Ugh. and then that's how me and Megzies became friends, and she trained me to close. That was the beef. That was it. That's not horrible. It no. makes it makes sense. Yeah, I, I feel like I was justified. Yeah, in my beef. I would have also probably been mad. Yeah, if roles were reversed. Fair enough. Fair enough. Do you want to talk about customers? Sure. Let's. I let's, got some customer. Let's roll out with some of our fave customer. Um, one time, I, in front of a customer, like to a customer, called the small cup a chode. <laughs> I forgot about Because that. you know it was as thick as it was tall? Yeah. I called it a chode in front of a customer. They laughed. But, That's good. You know. Um, there was a time where I was in box office, and as we said, does not have a top. Nope. And it's like this weird glass paneling on the side. Like, you can see through it. Yep. And someone kind of, like, knocked on it and was like, what's this protecting you from? And I was like, I, I don't know. And he was like, and then reached over and said, I could shoot you like this. And I was like, Funny, I, I sure even, hope you don't. Funny, I don't even think that glass was bulletproof. No. no. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad the glass was there sometimes because, like, people would, like, spit and, like, when it was really hot and they were just, like, all up in your grill, they couldn't be up in your grill. I appreciate it. Yeah, and, like, when it was super crowded and the line was, like, out the door, it was nice to have, to have that barrier. But, again, most theaters, you're in a whole separate closed-off alcove area. You're yeah. not just, like, exposed to the elements. Yeah. I mean, I did like that sometimes if, like, you know how the the voice box thing yeah. didn't work all yeah. the time, it was nice to be able to just scream over. Yeah, I guess. That was, yeah. Um, I have, do you, I have a few from box specifically. Um, we had the, so we had the box and then on two sides there were automatic ticket things. Yeah. Self-serve. Yes. Self-serve. Like kiosks. That's what they were Mm -hmm. called. The kiosks. And I remember one time it was pretty slow and this guy came in, had his wife with him and was just went straight to the kiosk. Buddy. You're not hurting my feelings. No skin off my back. I'll sit here and read. Like, stand. They wouldn't let us sit. Sometimes. Not me. I was never allowed to sit. I think I, like, twisted my ankle going outside doing the trash. And I should have lied and said I was broke my leg every day. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he goes straight to the kiosk. And his wife, as loud as can be, Karen volume, Ugh. was like... Why don't you go and and go to the cashier? Go to the, the cashier. Let her do her job. What are you do? Like was very much complaining. And again, we're right in the middle of the. It's not long. I'm maybe ten feet away from these people. I can hear them. They can. They can see your face. Yeah. So I'm just like trying not to look. Like, ma'am, everyone in the whole theater can hear you. This is not a big place. And he's finally like, fine. And they come up, and she's she does the talking. Of course. Turns out 
they wanted to use a coupon that mm. they could not use. Nice. And she was irate <laughs> about the fact that they couldn't do was that. Was it expired and, or was it a new movie and you couldn't use I it? I actually don't remember like what the specifics were, mm. but she was very mad and, and I was apparently worthless at my job and I was like, cool, that's fine. I wasn't, you made him come over here. <laughs> you guys could have done this on the thing. Like, it was just ridiculous. And then I had another guy once with the coupons. So you had a royalties, a, a rewards? Rewards? Rewards. I'm sorry. That's the word. I almost said royalties. <laughs> so you would, you would get the free movie ticket at some point. Yeah. The thing is, there was a free movie ticket, but it said on there... It excludes new movies. Yes. it was. They were called no-pass attractions. We did not control that. What mm-hmm. would happen is, for the first like two weeks that a movie that... that a bigger movie. Think like, like Harry Potter. Harry Potter, or like the Dark Knight movies. When the production company wanted to get a very accurate depiction of box office revenue, they would put a block on it. So, so you could not use free tickets You couldn't it. use it. There were a few exceptions, but not very many. So that... You could, they could get that accurate depiction. And it said that right there. No pass attractions. Said it everywhere. Nobody read it. Of course not. Nobody can read. That, that read. I even had the idea to print out little cards to staple over the free movie ticket so that you'd have to read it before you got to your free movie ticket. Nope, they didn't, didn't help. So this dude comes up and wants to see Spider-Man. It's a no pass attraction. And I, he wants to use the ticket. And I'm like... I'm sorry, sir, you know, it's a no-pass attraction, it's new, you cannot use this free ticket for that. Argues with me, I try to explain it, and I was pretty good with the customers, because I didn't get a lot of things to get to me. This dude was my Everest. Would not stop. And I'm getting agitated. It's like 15 minutes. And I'm finally like, so I don't know, I, and I explain it again. And he's like, well, I don't agree with that. And I said, apparently very loud, I don't agree with a lot of things, buddy, but that's how the world works. <laughs> and I'm, that was just the beginning. I had more. And Elroy, the manager, comes swooping in and was like, I'll handle this, just go. And, and made me leave. And was like, just go, you're right, but just go take a minute, let me handle this. Because I think he could tell that I was getting very agitated and was like, this bitch about to blow. And it's going to be bad because I didn't blow very much. You just tooted a little. Oh. What were you thinking of? I don't know. It took me a second. (laughs) He said blow. And I just thought like a toot-toot. I was thinking about... Farting? Oral sex. (laughs) I was a... Because at the time I did not. I was a child. (laughs) Oh no. Our minds went in two different directions on that one. Opposites attract, baby. (laughs) I mean, there's... I lived there, you know? Yeah, I did That too. was my life for so long. And, like, and here's the thing. Like, I can't even... Well, one, I don't have a very good memory. No. So, I don't remember a lot of things. And, like, there are so many that I can't even begin to get it out. Yeah. Because so much stuff had happened. Yeah, there's so much. So, like, we... We'd love to do this again if you liked this episode, if you liked Tales from the Theater. Even if you didn't, sorry, there's going to be more. <laughs> Buckle up. Um, but we, if you have a specific kind of story you'd like to hear. I'm sure we did it. Um, illicit activity stories, things that happened outside the theater. Uh, things me, that happened inside the theater. <laughs> me getting... Uh, Slapped. Almost. I, that wasn't me. <laughs> 
Somebody else did. Physical altercations. Um, me getting kicked out of the movie Frozen almost. We got stories. We got all kinds. Uh, more secret manager stuff. This was. Fun. I mean, there were there were good customer. There were good customers. Yeah, there were some great customers. There were some terrible customers, other than the ones we said. Customers that brought us because we worked on holidays, brought us food during the holidays. Those were good customers. All kinds of stuff. So, yeah. Tales from the Theater will return, and like Marvel, how it says at the end of the movie theaters. I haven't seen a Marvel movie since the first Avengers came out. <sighs> okay. And I have no desire to. Oh no. Okay. This has been. Another episode of 30 Dirty and Dying. And we will be back next week with something new. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. Give us a rating. Yep, or a review, depending on what platform you use. Those or both. Both would be good. Both would be good. If you like us, give us a four star. Uh, if there's a five star option, give yeah, us give all us of them. Five star. Give us all the stars. Uh, but those really help us out. So definitely take a moment if you like what you heard or if you like any of the other episodes. And follow us on our socials to stay informed. Yeah, and like some of our TikToks. Credits roll. Bye. The end.